Welcome to episode 275 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Episode 275 and today we are going to talk about editorial calendars also known as the magic key to consistent content. Uh, I'm your host, the Stacey Harris, uh, social media strategist and trainer for online entrepreneurs looking to build epic communities online. Uh, I love editorial calendars like in a next level way. Like, so we're gonna talk about three things you need to know about editorial calendars today. So we're gonna talk about um, why they're so impactful, we're gonna talk about how to build them, like how to know what to put on there uh, so that you never have to wonder what you're creating again. Uh, and also I'm gonna talk about some of the tools I use to manage my editorial calendar uh, and also why it should be written in pencil or whatever the electronic equivalent is. It's not permanent. Uh, so that's what we're gonna cover today. Are you ready? I'm ready, so I'm gonna get started because I'm currently the only one in the room, even though you're listening to this in another room or outside or wherever. It's gonna be one of those shows, guys. So I wanna talk first about why I call this the magic key to consistency, and that's because if you fast forward back um, to January of 2013, I had been in business about a year and a half. I had been creating content for a year and a half, but I had never been able to consistently create content. Um, I had tried blogging once per month. I had tried committing to, I was going to do it weekly, which never actually happened. Um, it, 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 it was just impossible for me to stay consistent. And so in January of 2013, I decided that I was going to be consistent with my content. I was still blogging. It was before the show, before this show launched. Um, but I was going to be consistent. I was going to have a weekly blog post that went out. And so in December of 2012, well, when I actually made the decision in December of 2012, I um, I actually built an editorial calendar. I, I did the steps we're gonna talk about today to, to get all of the content ideas together. And I had an editorial calendar on a physical calendar, which we'll talk about in a little bit too, uh, that I wrote down all of the blog posts for the week, for each week, for an entire year. And I did that in, in late December, early January. And starting in January of 2013, I have had content that went out at least once per week, every week since January, 2013. And a lot of that came from when it came time to sit down and create content, I didn't have to figure out what to write. I didn't have the excuse of, well, I don't know what to write, so I'll worry about it later. I knew what was coming, I knew what needed to be done, and I could do it. It also is really helpful for me when I batch create content, which is the other way I stay consistent, because I don't have to think of 14 things to talk about on the show. Uh, I have an editorial calendar that has all 14 things I'm going to talk about, and I just create those episodes. And so it really has been the key to consistency because it takes all of the questions out of creating content. It takes all of the excuses to, you know, I'm not inspired out of it. And I know exactly what I'm going to be producing. I know it's going to serve my community and I can just produce it and get it out. And that's incredibly important for me as somebody who is a masterful at making excuses a not to do something. So when it comes to creating content, I want there to be no barrier to entry. And an editorial calendar is really what does that for me because I'm able to look really quickly and see exactly what I'm doing now, what I'm doing in the future. Uh, and it makes it really easy for me to support what's going on in my business. Uh, the other key to this is not only is this content really easy for me to create because I know what I'm talking about, 
But because I know what's coming up in my business, we know what we're launching or what I'm promoting or, or kind of what's happening behind the scenes, I can get ahead. I can focus topics to support something I'm, I'm gonna be promoting. I can make space and get ahead so that I have time to create something new or go on vacation or help somebody else with the project or work with a side hustle or, or whatever it is um, because I know that's there. I know exactly what's happening and it's all laid out and that's really, really impactful for me. Um, and, and I would even challenge you if you're somebody who says, well, I am only creating content when I'm called to create, when I'm inspired to create. Still having a list of ideas, having a calendar of, of what's gonna go out allows you to move into that creativity and, and power through what needs to get done when you're in that creative space. Instead of having just enough creativity to come up with what you're gonna say and then maybe get something done and then you have to try and do that all over again next week or next month or whatever. And so again, for me, consistency lives and dies with my editorial calendar. We're now three and a half years in. Um, I switched from blogging to podcasting. Um, we did the, we had hit my TV for a year, year and a half. Um, all of that was an editorial calendar. It's certainly the only way I am able to create the quantity or the quality of content I'm able to create is because I know exactly what I'm talking about episode after episode, um, blog post after blog post. So let's talk about how we actually fill in that editorial calendar. So where do we get the ideas? Like editorial calendars are great until you sit down to create one and you can't think of anything to even put on the editorial calendar, much less actually create. Uh, and I love to have a brain dump doc in Google Drive. Uh, it's a living document, meaning it changes all of the time. And I add to this all of the time. So whenever I'm on client calls or I'm consulting with a client or um, I'm answering questions at a Facebook group or I'm doing a Facebook Live or a Periscope or I'm doing a Q&A on Snapchat or anytime, I'm noting down the questions I get. I'm making a note and I'm starring what's coming up over and over again. Um, because what you'll find is is that will happen. You'll get the same questions over and over and over again. Um, because I know, I know, no, no, without a doubt that those are the things I need to prioritize. Those are the things I really need to make sure I hit because that's gonna be really popular episodes because they're questions that are coming up for a lot of people. So. I take that and I, I have a note pad that says right next to me here on my desk. Uh, and so that, that gets scribbled in when I have these ideas. And then um, from time to time, um, I go into Google Drive and I put them in there. Uh, or I'll go into uh, my editorial calendar and just add them to my editorial calendar. Sometimes I'll skip the document altogether if I have the space to do that. So remember to take inspiration from the questions you're already getting, the experiences you're already having with your clients, with your listeners, with your readers, with your viewers, whatever they are, however they're consuming your content, make sure that you are using that information they're giving you in the form of their questions uh, to fill up that editorial calendar. If you're not at a point where you're doing that yet and you wanna just get started right now and you wanna take action, you're all fired up by this podcast episode, sit down with a pen and a paper or in a Google Doc or a Word Doc or a note on your iPhone or whatever it is that works for you and just brain dump the stuff that you've answered over and over and over again in the last seven days, 14 days, 30 days, three months, whatever it is, 
um, and brain dump that. And don't filter. Don't worry if something is, you know, well, this kind of looks like this, so I won't say that. No, write down everything. All of the questions you get over and over and over again, all of the advice you give over and over and over again, um, the most, you know, the, the most common problems people are running into, that's where you start with content. And that's where you start with the editorial calendar. And that's where you start filling stuff in. And again, in this document, in this brainstorm, don't filter. Don't worry about, oh, well, these are very similar. Or can I do this as well? Don't worry about that right now. Worry about that when it comes time to actually create the calendar. Um, for me, I do really, really well if I can get inspired by my audience. So if I can do a Q&A or I can go in and search my Facebook groups and like I'll, I'll seriously go in a group and search the group for like Facebook question or social media help or um, how do I Periscope, Snapchat, do you use Snapchat, Periscope, Twitter? Um, and I'll, I'll use these combinations of words in my Facebook groups or my LinkedIn groups and I'll, I'll just look for those questions. And I'll often answer them if the, if the, the post itself isn't too old. Um, but also it goes down on that list. It goes into that, that document. Once you have that document created, then start looking at actually putting them on your calendar. And we're going to talk in a second about what format to use. Um, spoiler alert, it's whatever one you're going to actually use. Um, but lay out exactly when those posts go live on on your calendar. So, you know, if you create content once per month, then once per month, I need my, you know, this month I'm doing a blog post on blah, blah, blah. This month I'm doing a blog post on XYZ and whatever that is, it's really helpful. Just as, as a side note, having an editorial calendar, knowing what you're going to be talking about month after month, it becomes exponentially more powerful when you talk about now you can focus everything you do on that blog post. So if you're somebody who blogs once per month, it is your job for the rest of the month to drive epic amounts of traffic, 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 traffic to that blog post because that's what you've got. That's what you're working with. It needs to be one epic blog post per month. That's great. I have no problem with that. But be generating traffic to that all month long. And I don't mean you're generating traffic by saying I've got a new blog post about Facebook Live. Read it here. That's not driving traffic. It's telling me you have a blog post, which is not the same thing. But instead be doing Facebook Lives or Snapchat Stories or Periscope or tweeting takeaways or repurposing it and giving a little bit of the information in a, in a, in a LinkedIn Pulse post that drives traffic back to that blog post on your site. And when you have an editorial calendar, it becomes exponentially easier to do that because now you know what your topic for the month is. The same is true if you have podcasts or blog posts or videos that go out once per week. Your job for the rest of the week is to drive traffic to that and to drive traffic to the past episodes. And you can do that when you have a really focused topic, when you know this is what we're covering. So that's just a little side note about editorial calendars. So we're going to fill in our calendar. Where are we going to do that at? Now, I know some of you are like all in on the digital and you want to like put it someplace digital. This year, 2016, I actually moved to a digital editorial calendar. I use Google uh, Calendar. I know it's fancy. Um, I just have it, its own calendar set up uh, that's called editorial calendar inside of my Google Calendar. Um, and so I can turn it on and I can turn it off. It's not generally on unless I 
uh, am working on content creation. And I know on each day what content's gonna post that day, which again, is really helpful for me. It's also really helpful for my, you know, my team uh, to have access to that. My team being Charles right now, but uh, as the team expands, it's, it's helpful for your team to have access to what we're talking about, especially if you have somebody else managing your social or if you have somebody else um, booking uh, podcast interviews and things like that, they can they can be aware of kind of what you're talking about. That's really helpful. Um, so I use Google Calendar. There are a lot of tools you can use. I highly recommend Google Calendar. There's very little barrier to entry. It's 100% free and you're probably already using it. Yay. Uh, the other option and what I did um, until this year was a paper calendar. So starting in 2013, I had uh, like a small, um, like printed printed paper size. What is it like eight and a half by 11 or whatever? Um, a desk calendar that was a monthly, each sheet was a month. And I had written on there on the day they were gonna post what content was posting that day. Um, then I switched over to a, a planner. I used the Erin Condren planner for a while. And so again, on the days they were gonna post, it was written in there. Uh, then I moved to a day designer planner last year um, by Whitney English. And again, on the day it was gonna go live, I did it, I, I posted that. Um, again, this year I moved to the digital and I really, really like it um, a lot, like a lot, a lot. I will absolutely keep it. Um, but it's a, it all comes down to what are you actually going to use? Are you going to use a paper calendar? Do you prefer to create content not in your office? So maybe having a paper calendar isn't all that great. Do you be able to, do you want to be able to create content on the fly? You want to be able to write from anywhere? Then an editorial calendar that's digital is probably going to be a better answer. If you only create a very, you know, specific space in a very specific time, then a paper calendar might be perfect for you. Um, whatever's going to work for you, what is going to be what you're going to use. So use that and remember trial and error. Um, one thing I will recommend is to remember that this calendar is not set in stone. If you are inspired to write something or record something, write it, record it and move the calendar around. That's one of the things I really like about having a digital calendar is I can just go to my my month view and, and move things when I get fired up. You know, maybe something new comes out and I wanna record about that or, or something is changing in Facebook ads and I wanna make sure I get an episode out about that. I can just move it around. Um, this is not permanent. If you are somebody who's fueled by being creative and being inspired, this doesn't make that not possible. It just makes it a little more spacious. Um, so on days where you only have enough creativity to actually execute on the idea, you can actually execute on the idea instead of burning that out and trying to think what the idea is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the three things I want you to know about editorial calendars. If you have questions about actually getting this stuff done, let me know on the Facebook page. Go over to facebook.com slash Harris. You'll find my Facebook page. Post a question there. I'm happy to answer it. I would love to hear from you. Um, also, big news, big, big, big news. I just announced in the VIP community last week, the free Facebook group, the Hit The Mic VIP is closing um, because we have Hit The Mic backstage now. It's, we're getting ready to celebrate our one year anniversary on August 1st. Um, that really is the Facebook group that gets my attention, that gets my time and gets my energy. And so the free Facebook group is going away. If you're a member of that, I wanted you to know. Um, on July 1st, we'll be closing the door on that group. But the good news is, if you love this show, 
if you love this content, if you want to be a more involved part of this community, hit the mic backstage is why that's here. I mean, that is, is, that's the reason for its existence. Uh, so come join us at hitthemikebackstage.com. It's $25 per month. Uh, that price is going to be going up on August 1st. Um, but I haven't officially talked about that a whole lot yet. So just know it's coming. Um, but if you get in while it's still $25, that'll of course be your price for life. Uh, if you have any questions, anytime, come on over to thestaceyharris.com and let me know. I will see you next time.